Hi there, it's me Sneha and you're listening to Everyday Today. This is a podcast where I come in either solo, with friends, or with very special guests to talk about everyday things. These are small ideas, actions, observations, thoughts, and decisions that make a big difference and make us who we are. So tune in today, because well, Everyday Today. On the occasion of me finally turning 16, I put together an episode that I had wanted to ever since I heard one of these. The, you know, XX lessons I learned in these many years that people do on the occasion of their birthdays. I also think that for me, reflection and introspection is integral to any birthday. A birthday does not feel complete without actually looking back and seeing what I have grasped in these years or in that particular year or what I aim to achieve in the future year. So my introspection for this year comes in the form of this episode. I've realized that a lot of us do not introspect. The journey of looking back on 16 lessons I've learned in these 16 long years was very difficult but at the same time very fulfilling. So I'd highly recommend each of you to take the occasion of a birthday or a new year to actually sit down and reflect instead of just brushing it off as why do I want to put in so much work because the work is worth it I promise so coming back to the episode the 16 things that I've picked out I've tried to make them such that they're not say spoken about a lot or are not popular quotes or lessons And these are things that I've derived from my personal experience. So each of these learnings has come from a certain experience or a story that I will be sharing along with the learning itself and, of course, what that learning means to me. So I'd highly recommend you to sit down with a notebook or any note-taking app as you listen to this one and note down the 16 points. I also have them written down in the description of this episode. This episode is also by far one of my favorites, or if not the favorite. So I hope you like it as much as I do, and I would love to know what you think of it. And without further ado, let's get right into it. Number one, conversations are your best friend. I've come to realize that a response to an expression is as important as the expression itself. And conversations are the only medium for this two-way communication. Conversations mean anything and everything, from that one very funny incident that happened in school to whatever is troubling you. Every time that you share and then you gain another person's perspective on it, You're basically just building yourself and building the way you're feeling. It's always a comfort to me to converse with anyone about anything. Even if I'm feeling low, one of the only things that can lift me up is talking to someone. So in this sense, conversations act like energizers. Additionally, they are a medium to find clarity of thought. Unless someone says something to challenge your thoughts, you won't really know how to express yourself better. You won't know 
why you believe what you believe. The more you speak to other people, the more clarity you will find in your thinking and your beliefs. And then last, and most importantly, conversations are the only path to building strong relationships. At the end of the day, it's our relationships with people around us that maneuver our daily lives. So like I said before, for me, conversations daily with my family, with my friends, with strangers even, are very important. And in this way, conversations act as my best friend. Conversations are something I can always rely upon and they're always holding my hand. Number two, it's all in the mind. This is something that my mom says so often. It's like her motto. However, I would like to warn that this is not talking about serious problems. This is not about invalidating actual problems that people face. And it's not about invalidating real feelings. It's basically more about perspective. It's more about complaining. A lot of times we create barriers for ourselves. We say that, no, I cannot do this. That's just a barrier that we have created for ourselves in our mind. And so for me, where this idea of it's all in the mind really holds true is when I create barriers for myself when I create excuses and obstacles for myself, when I restrict myself from going out my comfort zone, or maybe when I unnecessarily complain. So these are times when I think about this idea of it's all in my mind and it's just a perspective away. Number three, be a constructive force. In 8th grade, we had a lesson about earthquakes and something related to that. And I remember back then, our teacher gave all of us a sticker which said, Be a constructive force and not a destructive force. And over the past one year of regained socialization, I have gained a renewed outlook on this quote. I think this sort of applies to friendships a lot. What I've seen in friendships especially is that we can create a lot of difference in the lives of our friends if we actively pursue them, push them, and motivate them to do better. We give them a good listening ear. We direct them to help if they need it. You might have a friend who is afraid of expressing themselves and speaking out. You could just let that be, right? But on the other hand, at any given instant, you could try to push them a little to express themselves in some way or the other. You might motivate them to go spark up a conversation with someone or to get involved in in an activity that they are passionate about but they are afraid to do so. This became especially evident to me when one of my friends recently said that I helped them get out of their comfort zone. And that, of course, made me feel so amazing. 
I was on a seventh heaven knowing that I could help someone, you know, push themselves and, you know, be a better version of themselves. And, you know, I didn't even know that I was being this kind of a positive force in their lives. But then when I looked a little more into it, I did realize that I do keep an eye, I do like to keep an eye out for things. And as friends, I feel like all of us should take that sort of responsibility for each other. Number four, fall in love with your smile. So I, at one point in time, due to internalized colorism, was not so fond of the color of my skin. And what changed my outlook on this was not people telling me that all skin colors are beautiful or like any of that sort of stuff. What really changed my mind about it and about some of my facial features was me looking at myself in the mirror at least once a day and going, oh, that is so beautiful or oh, that looks good. I was consciously brainwashing myself to believe a certain way because I feel like we have been brainwashed by society and standards in the first place to think that this particular thing is not desirable or not attractive. This idea of falling in love with our smile, falling in love with the way we look, falling in love with who who we are essentially, but especially the physical features, is just a game of convincing ourselves. It's all about everything that's internalized in us needs to be removed with conscious intervention. And just also applies to habits, right? Like we need to break habits by consciously intervening in them. They won't break by themselves. So whatever this the takeaway from this may be for you, it might be about the, you know, physical features or it might be about this idea of internalization and convincing ourselves. Essentially, us at our very core is the way we look at ourselves and the way we feel about ourselves. And it's very, very important that this feeling is a feeling of love and confidence and pride and beauty. Number five, your comfort zone is your origin. When you're comfortably seated in a circle that you have created for yourself, you have no idea what you can do. You have no idea what you can achieve, what you're capable of, what you will enjoy and what you won't. This idea of comfort zone is especially useful when we put it into the everyday life perspective. The idea here is that when you're stepping out of your comfort zone, usually there is nothing that can go wrong. Like, there is a new person in school. Now, if I go talk to them, we might become great friends. However, maybe I go talk to them and they don't like me or they don't have a warm attitude towards me. Then we won't be friends and my life will carry on as it was. 
so things can only get better. Your comfort zone is your origin. The planes extend infinitely. You can go as far as you want. Put yourself out there. Bring changes to your lifestyle. Do those things that when you look at them make you think, I can't do it. Number six, be loud about what you love. If there is something that makes you happy, you don't need to hide it. If you like to dance, but you're not the best dancer, you don't need to hide it. If someone comes asking you to participate in some sort of graphic design competition, but none of your friends are doing it and everyone just brushes it off as some lame, boring old thing, but you love it, then go for it. Don't give up on opportunities just because no one else is doing it. Go after opportunities, even if you seem like, I don't know, some sort of tryhard or something. If it's something you love, you don't need to secretly do it. Do it with your arms spread wide open. Do it and tell everyone. You don't need to justify what you love to do. And I guarantee you, once you sort of become open with this, once you become loud about this, it feels so, so, so freeing. Number seven is one of my favorites, something I talk about all the time, something that I could make another episode about this season. I might. Number seven, let your inner child live. There is a child that lives inside us that that shows up every now and then, that you meet every single day. In this fast-paced world, just take out few minutes a day to go crazy, embrace the cringe, and do something that a child would do. Run in the park, stand in front of the mirror and make funny faces, throw your own private concert, Act like your favorite crazy movie characters. Dress up like a princess. You know, these are the little moments of freedom that really keep us going. Number eight, mix in an ounce of nature every day. Again, just like the inner child, in our fast-paced daily lives, it's very important to spend some time with nature. The most beautiful thing about nature is that nothing about it is really in our control. It just exists. There's nothing more beautiful than the fresh breeze, the chirping of the birds, a barefoot walk in the grass, looking at the stars and trying to make out constellations, leaves rustling, little insects crawling about, trying to make home. Going for a walk is always the most relaxing part of my day and so nature will always be there to rejuvenate you to inspire you to relax you comfort you give you a break and just make you happy mix in an ounce of nature every day number nine boredom is a choice you might have heard this one before i love it 
If you can't get out of it, get into it. So my thoughts on boredom go something like this. Boredom is just an excuse. That's all it is. We are in a situation where we aren't enjoying necessarily. So then we come up with this excuse of, oh, I'm bored. I want to get out of here. The only way that this situation will become bearable is if I get out of here because I'm bored. Instead of trying to look for what's good in that situation, we are just bored. Well, this boredom is a choice. We could just look at it from a different perspective and maybe we'll gain something different altogether. And this is just, again, a lot of mind tricks. It's all in the mind, right? So when you're in that moment, instead of thinking, I have to do it, think, I get to do it. Instead of trying to get out of there, just get into it. If you have to be there, might as well be there and enjoy the fullest. Number 10. Don't forget to dance it out. Now here's what I mean by that. Sometimes we get so wrapped up in everything that's around us that we forget to do what we love to do. Let me share a personal example here. I've never been someone who has felt a lot of stress or felt very low or you know whatever. But recently due to school I had been very hard on myself, which was a very new feeling to me. And so because of, you know, whatever me being hard on myself, I was not finding joy in things I would usually find joy in. I was directing all my energy towards studying and I forgot to keep energy for things that really, really bring joy to me. I realized that I wasn't doing what makes me happy. I wasn't spending time dancing, reading, recording this podcast. I wasn't, you know, going on a walk with my friends. I wasn't doing those things. I had forgotten to dance it out. And so one of my biggest mood lifters and lethargy killers is to just put on my headphones, turn off the lights and start dancing like crazy. And I pushed myself to do it. And oh my God, I felt so alive when I was doing something that filled me with so much dopamine. Essentially, in the grand scheme of things, we are always looking towards the end goal. That we forget that to get to that end goal, we are living day by day. And in that day by day, we need to feel good. And so the things that bring us joy, the little things that make us happy are the things that we need to keep closest to us, are the things that we need to keep doing, are things we can never let go of and never stop doing. And that is why don't forget to do what makes you happy every single day. Don't forget to dance it out. 
Number 11. Everything happens for a reason. This right here is a very, very philosophical thing to say. Kind of that whole, you've been put on this earth for a reason. You know, the power of the universe and so on. What I believe is that everything that's happened in life has led us to this very moment. And this podcast sort of becomes a benchmark for this thinking. I think about if I had been in a different class or a different homeroom in sixth grade, maybe I wouldn't have my podcast today. If I hadn't participated in that particular competition, maybe I wouldn't have my podcast today. If I had bought Spotify Premium and I hadn't listened to that one ad telling me to go get Anchor and make a podcast, I wouldn't have this podcast today. And it's so crazy to think about it because I don't know what events in my life led me to this. And what this thinking leads me to is that everything happens for a reason. And while the most important role this quote plays in my life is that it changes my perspective. So if at any point in time, I'm somewhere that I don't like, I think back to this, that, you know, everything happens for a reason, then maybe I'm here for a reason. And then I look for that reason. What that does is it changes my perspective to look from a more positive angle. The second thing it does is it instills in me a sense of gratitude for everything I have and for where I am today. It gives me a sense of responsibility that if I have been led to this moment, then I should make the most of this moment. It's a lot, but having sort of that little perspective shift and you know realizing that we are an amalgamation of all the moments, all our experiences, is just an eye-opener. And it's just something that helps us surf through life a little better. And that is one of the realizations that I've had in my 16 great years. Number 12. Honesty changes worlds. When I look into my core values, I think the, the number one value that, you know, whatever comes on top of my list is honesty and truth. Trust forms the basis of my relationship with my parents. It makes me more accountable to myself, more accountable to them. I can't stand doing something and then not sharing it with my parents or telling an altered version of that to my parents, right? So yes, I think this one's a little bit more about the parent-kid relationship, at least from my experiences, though of course it also applies to any other relationship. What it does is it holds me accountable. When I'm doing something, I think about, am I okay with sharing this with my parents? Because if I'm not, then I'm probably doing something wrong. I don't know. This is just sort of the kind of part that honesty plays in my life. And it also works because I have a very frank relationship with my parents, wherein we give each other a listening ear. 
right? This also applies to friendships. There is nothing left to a friendship bond if your friend is lying to you about something, right? If there's something, someone you really care about, it hurts a lot to know that they've been lying to you. So if you really think about it, there is no easier way in life than honesty. Number 13. You can't move forward without looking back. And no, I'm not talking about being stuck in the past. I'm talking about moving forward while taking the learnings of your past with you. And how do we do that? Drum roll. Self-reflection. Self-reflection and introspection are so important. And I have come to realize that a lot of my peers and people, people around me, not just my peers, even adults, and um, they lack self-reflection. Self-reflection is essentially a skill. I've asked some of my friends to think about what they learned in the past week or in the past year or how, how they have grown, but they're completely blank. They don't even know how to start to think about it. And on top of that, they don't even want to think about it because who cares, right? As a whole, introspection has made me a much more confident individual. And of course, I think it also offers to emotional maturity. And for me, the medium of introspection is either speaking, you know, like voice recording or conversing with someone and the biggest one is, of course, writing in my diary. I love my diary so much. I have been writing every night for over three years. And it's the greatest experience ever to have this tool to introspect, to look back, you know, such a long time, see the changes and just see myself day by day. It's the coolest experience ever. So, yeah, that's that. Number 14, express love. It is so very important to show people that you love them, to tell people that you care for them and to tell them that they matter to you. And finding these qualities has helped me, you know, get new goals to look at people in a different way to make me more open-minded to learn from these people. On my 16th birthday party, what I did was I talked about every single person that was present there. I talked about everything I admire about those people, the good qualities and what I've learned from them. What it does is it makes the person in front feel so good about themselves. You're giving them a compliment for the things that they're good at. They feel more confident in themselves. In the end, you become a person who has a much more positive outlook about people around them and is surrounded by very positive relationships. And this ties into the next one, which is number 15. You never know when you inspire someone. As we move through our day-to-day -day lives, there are certain actions that we do that might encourage other people to do better. There are some characteristics about us that inspire other people. 
and we don't even realize that they do. And I think this is where it sort of ties into authenticity and being true to yourself and about coolness. This idea of you are cool the way you are. People don't just look at you and gossip about all the things they hate about what you do and stuff. They also look at you and feel inspired. So I just think that the fact that we are inspiration to other people is a very beautiful thought to hold on to. Number 16. Hold on to your values. At the end of the day, all you are is your core values. And you can't lose them. You can't let go of your values for that particular instant just because some friend is asking you to do something. Your values are the most important part of you. I like to think of themselves as a piece of my heart. I'm not giving those away for anything else. First of all, define your values. Now that I have defined my values, I can be more conscious about them. I can be more careful about them. And as a result, I am more accountable to myself. That is it for this episode. Oh my god, it was such an elephant to record this. It was so hard to to decide which ones to keep here and which ones to not. But I would love to know which of these 16 really stuck with you. Which of them do you agree with, resonate with? What is something new that you got a hold of? I would love to know about it, so make sure to email me at podcast.everydaytoday at gmail.com or DM me on Instagram at everydaytoday underscore podcast. Lots of love and until the next episode. <music>